Greetings and the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. This is Co-Pastor Phillips bringing you the wonderful, great news of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And I will bring you the enlightenment to invite your attentive ears to listen and take heed to what thus say the Lord. However, i like to thank those that have been listening to the podcast and those that are listening for the first time. We welcome you on today. And I would say that God is wonderful in all that he does. And we thank God for what he's doing. We thank God because he is so marvelous in all that he does. I am, however, been a part of Field Outreach Ministry for over 20 years. And we have some listeners that are a part of Field Outreach Ministry. God bless you and I thank God for you taking time out to listen on today. My pastor is Bishop Derek Phillips from Palmyra, New Jersey. And today we're just going to invite the power and the presence of God in because there is a word for the nation. Amen. And I will bring your attention to Joel, the second chapter, starting at the 21st verse to the 32nd verse. And if I can use for a subject today, it will be Zion, rise up. God is calling you. And it's a part of expectation of what's going to take place for the future. And the 21st verse reads, Fear not, O man, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the hill, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring, for the tree bear her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do hear their strength. Be glad, then ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you former rain modestly, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the baths shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the caterpillars and the caterpillars, and the pomegranates may be great. And I will send among you in all that eat in plenty, and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God. In has been wonderful with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. I shall know that I am the Lord of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and nothing, and my people shall never be ashamed. And it will come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaid in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and the earth, blood and fire, full of the smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord has come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be delivered, as the Lord has said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Amen. We bless God because He's wonderful in all that He does. And He does it with well. Zion. Rise up expectation. Get up. In the book of Joel, the son of Peninnah, which means Yahweh is God. 
As Joel identifying himself, the formula employed the prophecy of the future events, the promise of outpouring of God's spirit that will bring salvation and deliverance of repentance. The sounding of trumpet, meaning alert, that brings the nation to an at ease to recognize what God is speaking towards the future events. And the book of Joel identifies that Joel, he was a driven prophet. God announced for the nations to come back. Joel is chosen in a unique spokesman of God, chosen by God, the servant of God, called a prophet. There were two courses of Joel's prophecy that God brought his attention to foretell it to the nation of Judea. The first thing was the locust plague of Judea. The second was the greater coming day of the Lord, refreshings of blessings pouring over the nation. Joel has been called the prophet of Pentecost. Joel foretelling is the greatest description literature of such a plague that took place for the future. Also a great prophecy of meetings. The sounding of trumpet was for the congregation to assemble themselves together in here, thus say the Lord. His writings of prophecy foretell the future events that were true to take place. The word of the Lord came unto Joel, stating for him that the people ought to rise to a level of expectation away from the comfort zone of sin. As we define sin as being the transgressions of the laws of God. Who was Joel? Joel, a citizen of Jerusalem. He had an ear for nature. He was called a temple prophet, meaning a priest spokesman of declaring the word of repentance. He was the second of 12 minor prophets. During this biblical time setting, a prophecy, a disaster struck the southern kingdom of Judea. The dread of locusts stripped it bare, every green nature, the insects has been a terrible judgment of sin. There must be a change, a transformation, a restoration of salvation for deliverance from the power of sin. This insight of prophecy of what God was instituting in the spirit and ear of Joel was to bring the attention to Zion, that Zion had to recognize that God was still in operation and still in control as they present themselves unto the Lord. This hope of expectation was a news exodus to bring them and merge out of their comfort zone with expectation of a full realization of the rules and regulations of God that must be obeyed for the future and the present. Acts 16 and 31 reads, And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thy shall be saved. Joel is written as a warning to the people of Judea, the urging requests of the Lord to humble themselves and turn towards God with an open heart. This summons of expectation was a prophecy about the locusts of army that will soon come in and engraft them if they don't take heed to what thus say the Lord. If we can define locusts as a migrated, vast swarm 
of tropical grasshoppers ah, that would come and invade the land, the crop, everything that they put their hands to do, that that will be a future event. God will use natural disasters to stir in his people a renewed awareness of his purpose and his will for their lives. Any traumatic events of nature, weathers, floods, storms, earthquakes, shall motivate the sensitivity ear of the people to listen to the word of the Lord. The Hebrew word for shama is to listen or obey. The listener must give his or her total attention to the one who's speaking or declaring. Isaiah 34 and 1 reads, Come near ye nations to hear and hearken ye people. Let the earth hear and all that is therein. Everything that's created by God's creativity must take heed to the will and purpose of God for their lives. God wise, extraordinary ability to create mind and to put them in position to obey means to listen, to hearken, to take heed as he allowed his voice to be heard through those he has set aside according to his purpose. John 10 and 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. The attachment connection, God knows those that are his. And sometimes God will go in the midst of different mixed um, communication and he will separate those that are his to bring attention to their ears. Zion, rise up. God is announcing, sending a summons to call you to a level of expectation to hear his voice and declare the repentance of salvation. The voice of God, assurance that all believers will be safe in the arms of Christ. Take heed to the word of God. We see here that restoration time that God was promising Zion, Judea, that I will still bless you and I will still elevate you to the level of promise, the covenant, the oath that I, I have made with Judea. There is no favoritism in God. Judgment fall on all. Joel, the second chapter, brings our attention that God is bringing the people, the nation, Zion to a level that he can minister to them for himself. Joel, meaning Yahweh is God. Um, the temple prophet, the priestly prophet, spoke about the disasters of the nation of Judea, spoke about the prophecy. However, there were three elements to his purpose. The word of the Lord summons the people and the leaders to congregate a time of fasting, a time of repentance, a time of consideration, a time of prayer. Second Timothy 2 and 21 reads, If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctify, and meet for the master use, and prepare unto every good work. There must be a change, a transformation of the heart, of attitude towards the will of God. Judea needed to omit the lacking of respecting the rules of God. Ha, Mama Shata. There are regulations in the house of God that we must govern ourselves and live by them, that we must retain in our hearts and our mind and forget about ourselves, but be concerned about others. Zion, rise up. 
God is calling you in the chosen land of promise. The divine handprint of God compel voice demonstrate to direct Judea out of moral corruption. This behavior act caused God to approach Judea lack of principle bylaws of commandments. The bylaw of commandments of God has to be governed in our daily living, in our daily respecting by God. Once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you ask God to enter in, and you believe by faith that you are part of the body of Christ, you must obey the principle by laws of God's command. The kingdom of God includes many principles. A principle is an fundamental truth or proposition that serve as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior. Living out the principles of God's kingdom means putting forth some efforts to seek and attain the benefits from God that has been offered. God has a place for you to live out in abundance. Um, let's look at several things that will bring our attention to what takes place on earth. One, the promise of abundance. Two, patience and faithfulness. Three, the praise of worship, exhortation. Four, the provision and miracles that take place. Five, is the power, the virtue, and the strength of God. All the promise of God, or yes, amen, in Jesus' name. That's 1 Corinthians 1 and 20. We see here that Judah had a law call that was established by God, directed revelation from God to guide and to instill and equip his people and to worship a relationship to him. There has to be a spiritual connection because God knows the plan and purpose that he had for your life. Those listeners out there, Jeremiah 29 and 11 reads, for I know the plans I have for you. Declare the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope of expectation. There is a mercy cry. God has given you dear time to turn away from the captivities of sin. We must move or separate from those that are not concerned about our soul. There are self-made people that want to be seen, but truly their hearts are far from God. We must focus on the absolute word of God. Romans 8 and 38 reads, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. The absolutely word of the Lord rise up, Zion. God, an unfavorable word is so unique that it works upon the incapability of making no mistakes, any mistakes. Oh, 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, all scriptures of God breathe and has the effect of producing servants of God who are fully equipped for every good work, act upon the ability to work in the kingdom of God. The divine fact is that God breathed and showed the word of God be infavorable for service to guidance into the truth, perfect truth, God's perfection of his character. God's word is perfect, refreshing the soul. Uh, Psalms 19 and 7. Because God himself is perfect. 
God breathes. No error is in him. Second Peter's 1 and 19. Peter continues with a description. No prophecy of scripture came about to be by the spokesman's own interpretation of things. For prophecy neither had its origin in human will, but prophets through humans spoke from God as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Joel was speaking from God to tell the nation to rise up to a level and turn away from evil works and evil deeds and repenting. There is deliverance here. There is salvation here. If you want it, it's being released. John 1 and 14 reads, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only begotten son who came from the father full of grace and truth. Zion, rise up. Get up out of your comfort zone and be equitable about what you're doing in the kingdom of God. The absolutely word of God, the urgent request that came during destruction time of Jerusalem by the Babylonians during the time of 586 BC was part of Joel prophecy. The Babylonians was engrafting and preparing themselves to take into captivity Judea and Israel. But God is saying, awake, alert yourself out of your comfort zone. The unique writing style of Joel was supernatural that alarmed the voice of God's consciousness that he was willing to go say what thus say the Lord. The consciousness itself, the first thing is conversion, that the people would converge through the will and purpose of God at this particular time setting. Man has to change their demeanor from wrong to right. Um, the second is the post-conversion. Their moral sense of ability do not stand in the presence of God. They needed to change their character, their whole heart, mind of thinking, the hearts of feeling, the inner self. First Timothy 3 and 9 reads, absolutely holding the mystery of faith in a pure consciousness. I am dealing with the vision. And the spokesman of God's word saw the picture as the day of the Lord, invading locusts, as a great army of men that will come and invade the nations if we don't rise to the level of expectation of where God is calling us. Joel foresaw the drought in the land. He foresaw the prophecy that the Persian of the Babylonian will come in and take the people, the nation, out of their comfort zone and will take them in captivity, will invade all of their territorial land. And this vivid picture of the coming judgment, hallelujah, of the locusts and the terrible calamity of the cities that was to take place bringing great loss and great disaster. The heart has to hear with us in the God. We have to open up to understand what God is doing. Um, God is trying to separate the people, the nation, out of their comfort zone to alert themselves and wake up and hear what does say the Lord. Uh, open up our hearts to receive what does say the Lord. It's not that we don't hear sometimes. We just reject what we are hearing and God is saying wake up he's preparing us to rise to a level pertaining to our future events of warning um Babylonia was considered as being a word Babylon to, um there was confused people perplexed they were disordered it was an ancient symbol empire that wanted to come in and grasp 
God's people, they worship false gods and they worship false elements of the Ehab. They worship the sun, the moon, the storm, and those who are contrary to the will of God. And God was warning them that I gonna allow the captivities of the Babylonians to engraft you in because this is gonna be the future event if you don't rise to the level of expectation where I'm placing you and if you don't call on repentance and call on deliverance. There were many times of false gods and Chinese. There were magicians and trickery forces that was in the midst of, of God's people. But we have to be aware. We have to be aware when God is speaking. We can't allow these things to influence us, these things that entice us in the world. And this is what Joel was speaking, that we must be alert and alarmed. But God is still on the throne. He's still going to bless his people. He's still going to bring his people to the level of deliverance of salvation. But we have to want the transformation. We want to change. We have to want that. We want to have to have that in our heart that God is who he said he is. And he's going to bring us out to a level of expectation. God is calling an announcement. My God. Persuasion by God. That all classes of group take heed Hearken, listen unto the voice of God. 1 Corinthians 14 and 21 reads, Every living creature of God's creation, in the Lord it is written, with men of other tongues and other lips, will I speak unto this people, and yet for all that will. They not want to hear, but that will want to obey. The transmission of transportation of what God is doing. He's transmitting from one level to the next level. The transmission has to be a transportation of what God is doing. The record of divine deliverance. You know, one level to the next level. It's like transportation. With transportation, you have to start from one level and you have to move to the next level of where your destination area may be or is. So we have to see here, we can't stay at the level that we are. And Zion has to get up, rise up by the handprint of God. Rise up and recognize what God is doing. Divine deliverance. Oh, there must be a spiritual awakening for the house of Zion, which means Sinai, stronghold of deliverance. The name of Mount Hermon is a place that's formed with the assemblies, the te temple of the Israelitish worshiper, spiritual. Zion is called the city of God. Mountains, the hills of Jerusalem was called the city of David after the Ark of the Covenant was taken into place in Solomon's temple on Mount Moriah. We see now the future events. There is restoration time and God promised the nation of Judea that I will bless you with restoration of promise. Oh, that Israel need to be redeemed and refreshed in their hearts. Oh, must listen to the voice of God. We must replace fleshly desires for great spiritual gain. Zion, the city of David, all oh, the city of God, Kendra's Valley. David, therefore, was considered as being the tribe of Judea, part of the tribe of Jerusalem. Therefore, there was the name of the ancient Jerusite forest, located in the hills of Judea and Jerusalem, where King David defeated the enemies. 
Zion also is addressed it as the temple of God, the stronghold on the hill. Oh, meaning the Israelite inside the temple, the place of worship, the sanctuary, sacred use, the inner courts preached upon the earth, the apostolic teaching of the temple, historical of body of Christ. I ask the believers to present themselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Romans 12 and 1 reads, I beseech you therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, that we present ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, meaning that we have to be without spot, without wrinkle, when we go in the presence of God, yielding with the repentance of salvation and deliverance. The house of God must rise, stand in a vertical position. In order to attain elevation, we have to be in a vertical position. The nation of Jerusalem called Zion, the temple of God, must advance in receiving God's promise of mercy. Hallelujah. The mercy of God. Great favor with great gratitude. The grace of God. For the future, every land or nation are in that position to receive. The approval by God is only that God will bring you out of the barrenness of your season. Oh, restoration power is coming. Bodies will be restored. Minds will be unlocked. Crooked will be made straight. God is bringing his people, the nation, to a level of expectation. There won't be any chastisement upon the land itself. There is needed. We are in the trial period of time that there are locusts in process. The chastisement of plague. Joel wrote of the judgment. He wrote to bring attention to the people. The levels of judgment, the crops were no longer fertile. The pomegranate worms were hatching. Ah, there were gatting activities of locusts. And there were caterpillars that were forming up and flying and, and canker worms. Oh my God, the crops were dying because of destruction work of Oranamasha devour and consume in its final stage. But God is saying that he will have mercy. He will bring the nation out. He will call you to exaltation. He will bring you to a level that you will see his glory. Clean yourself off uh, from the battle crime and recognize that God is bringing you inside the promised land. No more incit bite. No more being gravitated by demon forces that will try to come in and overpower you. Put away the bitter water that caused you to be confused about the drought that's going on in the land. Zion needs to understand that this was a personal request from the word from Joel as he blew the trumpet during biblical time period. Trumpets were blown to stay alert, to get your attention. They use it rams and they, they use it the goats and they use it different things to make sacrifices unto the Lord. But we are under a new dispensation. And now God is calling people to the level of promise for himself. We pray right now that the Spirit of God will circumcise your heart unto the Lord and take away the foreskin of your heart. Ye men of Judea need it to eat oh more meat and get away from the milk. However, the intellect of Israel, emotions during tribulation time, there will be destruction of introduction of promise. So God is taking them away from the destruction 
and he's transforming it into the promise. Oh my God, what a merciful God. A promise is a gift of obligated to do agreement, follow order, to obey. God announced to Joel to speak unto the people, declare the eternal inheritance, hallelujah, of my covenant redeeming blessings. So God has given us an option, whether it will be destruction or the promise. And that's how God moves. His creativity of power gives us the option to get out of our comfort zone. Zion need to understand that God was calling them to a level nation come to the level of expectation. Zion, the chosen city of God, didn't comprehend nor understood what God was speaking through the spokesman of God. And sometimes we as being people, we don't understand what God is speaking through the spokesmen or women of God. So we need to ask God to condition our hearts that we will have an approach of understanding with wisdom and knowledge that they needed to repent. Call to change their mind was a requirement. In consistency, it was necessary that the people of Judea will rise to the level, Zion will rise to the level to understand there are levels of trials and tribulation, the appointed tribulation period of time testing. There is a process that God will bring his people to nurture them, to bring them to the level that they will understand this is your error. This is why I am coming in to engraft you, to instill within you the right spirit. His people through uniqueness to affect the wake-up call. There will be effect as God gives us a wake-up call. We are affected by it because the believers choose to obey and to do right. But we can't criticize those that don't yet know who God is. Chronicles 7.14 In my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face higher and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, will forgive their sons, and I will hear their land. God, he's a merciful God. He blesses us over and over and over again. Zion needed to rise. To rise is to move from one lower position to a higher position. He's calling Zion to rise to the level where God can minister to them, minister to you, minister to he or her. But God is saying that I want to bless you in the characteristic of my image of who I am. First Peter 1, 18 and 19. For as so much as you know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation receive my tradition from your father but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot because of his resurrection power God's resurrection power he sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for your sin for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because of his resurrection power to rise his people to a level that they may see the greatness of God. It is recovering time, preserved to be made whole, complete, returned with soberness. Oh, don't fall into the snare of the enemy, become intoxicated with error. Soberness, you got to come to be alert and be awake. Higher, 
Parousia, 2 Timothy 2 and 25 reads, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, if God pre-avenged, will give them repentance to the acknowledgement of the truth. The merit favor of God, I speak it upon your life. God's kindness, his grace kindness, his grace promise, his grace covenant in the key attributes, merit favor of God, long suffering, his mercy, his love, his goodness, bring it to the level of expectation. And we praise God because he's saying to Zion, rise up. God is calling you. He's calling you to a level that you will recognize his presence. Turn away from your divinations. Turn away from your thoughts of misappropriation. But God is saying that he's bringing you to the level that you recognize his crucifixion. Recognize his only begotten son. Recognize his purpose for your life. In my conclusion, Zion, rise up. Don't stay there. Recognize the voice of God. Recognize those that God has assigned to you to speak to you the word of God. Heavenly Father, those that's listening out there, if they're not saved, that they can repeat and say, God, enter my heart. Save me out of my sin. For sin is the transgression of the Lord, of God. You can't transgress the laws of God, the bylaws of God, the principles of God, because they are sacred and they are holy. We welcome the presence of Almighty God, King of kingdom, Lord of Lord. We thank you for what you're doing right now, God. Zion rise to the level where God can save you and hover you and cover you and protect you from any type of Babylonian captivity that you may be in. That God will open up your eyes and open up your heart and open up that door of promise. It is mandate. Oh, that the promises of God will be for the nation of Israel, the nation of Zion, the nations that choose to obey the promises of God. Oh, yay, yay, to the will and purpose of God for your life. And we pray right now, even in passing time, testing time, tribulation time, that these plagues would not come nigh thy dwelling to distract you or to disturb you. But this is a process of overhaul, of cleansing, overhaul of a witness, overhaul of a law. He's calling and announcing that the people will come um, to the level of expectation. Expectation knowing that God is God. And beside him, there is no other. And the only way that you can get to the Father, you've got to come in through by his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Oh, Lord, I pray right now that you would touch the minds and touch the heart, that you would give them a turnaround spirit. Oh, that they would know that it's not about them, but it's about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I pray right now that you would touch the families, touch the children, touch those that do not know who you are or recognize who you are through the word of God. And Lord, I pray right now that each and every time a person read the biblical aspect of your principle, that they will be able to articulate and understand what you are speaking. Every scripture is based on a discussion that they'll be able to analyze the historical events and as well as the future events, as well as 
to know that you are in control. Oh, Heavenly Father, I pray right now that you would touch those that have been going through financially, that you would bring them to the level that they will know that the promises of God is in motion already. You're releasing it through your eyes and you're releasing it through the doors and the doors will remain open. Even though testing times will come, they will know they will have their hope of expectation, the hope for you to move upon the tables of their heart, the tables of their life, the tables of the children, husbands, uh, and wives, oh God, oh siblings, oh God, move upon the tables of their hearts. To, they will recognize that you are almighty God. You are the king of kings, and I pray right now, those that have been going through situations concerning their schools, concerning the universities, concerning their comprehension during this pandemic, I pray right now that you would give them a clear view of thanking God, or that they'll be able to retain the knowledge and wisdom that they need in order to go through the process of this pandemic. They will understand that there is hope. They will be tossed to and fro, but they will know when you're speaking, this is the season, this is the time that we must recognize the voice of God. We humble ourselves this very moment and address the ordinance of God, Jehovah, we bow down before you. Worthy is the lamp of God who take away the sins of the world. Oh, God, we come before you because the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Give us the ability, O oh Lord, to enter in the present, to encounter, Lord, El Shaddai, that by all the most high God, creator of heaven and earth, that we may bow down and hearken unto your voice. Oh, God, oh, don't dismay us. Oh, allow your power to overshadow us, the greatness of who you are, your creativity, oh God, of your power, your hands, oh, touch our mind, touch our heart, oh God, the earthquakes tremble at your presence, every force of God is powerless unto you, oh Heavenly Father, ever, oh, control all creation, you control all mankind, oh, your presence provides comfort in a time of trouble, give us the strength, oh, that we trust you even the more. We depend on your handiwork. We depend on your righteous guidance. Oh, many decisions in our lives, oh God, but you are in control. Oh, we come to you, Heavenly Father. Oh, we pick the flower of peace. Oh, God, give us the spiritual drink, oh God, that we will have to thirst anymore. Give us the light, oh, the light that's sitting upon a hill that cannot be here. Father, we long Oh, that you bring us that well of water, the everlasting waters that spring up into eternal life. Oh, from you, oh God, the innermost being of all mankind, blot out all our iniquities as we come before you. Psalms 25, 11 reads, For your name's sake, pardon our iniquity. For it is great, I will confess my transgressions. For it is me, God, that standing in need of prayer. Your judgment throne, your eyes see all things. For your mercy, save me, save us, carry us through the water, God. Don't allow your people to drown. Look upon the children, oh God. Hover them and cover them, oh God. Bring healing the restoration. They are yours, oh Heavenly Father. Oh God, we come before you because you are the a firm foundation. We decree and declare. Oh, being in right standing with you, the seal is written in the book of hope of expectation. Oh, God, you have given your only begotten son redemption, no more sorrow. We cancel every assignment of the enemy. Oh, against 
any destiny, anything you have planned, we cancel our shelter, the assignment of the enemy off our children, off our family, off the government, in the name of Jesus, off our workability, off our you come on, shut up. We cut you off in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, God, send your ministry angels of fire to remove anything and everything that's hidden. Uh, remove the scepter of wickedness from the line. It shall rest upon their own divination. Oh, God, if I regard any wickedness in my heart, you won't hear me. Father, in your son named Jesus, El Shaddai, I am weak with all different degradation of depression. Strengthen your people that are going through depression, that's going through suicidal, that's going through loneliness. Strengthen, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, when they're weak, they are strong. I am a shot. Any traumatized situation, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We bind it up every disturbing matter. Oh, El Shama, you are always aware of what's going on. Any spiritual attack, we were not sin in the name of Jesus. Make haste to deliver. Make haste to help God. Beside you, there's no other. Heavenly Father, oh, I beg you, I bow down before you to bring deliverance of salvation out there in the atmosphere. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ against anything that tries to come up against God's people, those that don't know you yet. Oh, God, open up the chairway for them that they will sit down and recognize and be willing to take heed, be willing to learn, be willing to apply. We long for you to guide us into the hope of salvation that we may defeat our wickedness, our fears, defeat those that come up against us, defeat those that betray us. Ha! Only your name, almighty God, there's no other God beside you. Every false God is demolished in the midst of God. There's the only true living God. It's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God, your wise counselor. God, you are God, the most holy God, the King eternal, immortal, invisible God. You're the Lord. We honor and we glorify you to the only wise God, true living God, our Savior, Redeemer, or our protector, our deliverer. Our defense, oh, our lawyer in the courtroom, our doctor in the doctor room, oh, our protector from all things. I speak peace, peace be still, peace in the mind of the people. Your glory fill their house as they're listening right now. Your glory fill their house. Your glory fill their cars when they go to and fro in and out. Fill them till they want no more. Fill them till they recognize that you are God in the name of Jesus. And you said your word, create within me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within them. Cast them not away from thy presence. Take not the Holy Spirit away from them. Psalms 51, with David making supplications unto the Lord. He wanted God to clean them. He wanted God to raise them to the level of expectation. Raise them to the level where he can repent and be saved. Oh, Lord, we thank you right now for the prayer. Oh, fill the land, your latter rain. Fill the land with your power. Fill the land with your goodness, your righteousness, oh God. Lord, as I speak, as I speak through the ordinance of God, the voice of God, that you would touch the minds, the hearts of those that are listening. And whatever they've been carrying on this week, the burden, I am a shot. Lift the low, raise them up, that they won't be engrafted by any negativity, but raise them to the level that they can walk and not be weary. They can walk and not think. Lord, we thank you right now 
for those that have been listening, we thank you for the word today. We thank you for the prayer. And I believe this week that a transformation, oh God, will take place as they prepare themselves with the transformation, oh God, as they go forth, not staying down, but raising to the level that they will hear your voice. Lord, we thank you for those that are listening for the first time, that they can just open their hearts and receive you in a pardon of their sins. Anything that they feel as though that they're doing that's an error or to the will and purpose of God, bring them to the understanding. Oh, it is he that has made us and not we ourselves. Lord, we thank you right now, for this is thy servant's prayer. In Jesus' name, God is going to do a turnaround for the people that have been waiting for their finances. There's going to be a turnaround. There's going to be an overhold. Overhold. That means God is going to overload you with a lot of things. He's going to hold you still until he visitates you for himself. There's going to be many private visitations. I am a Rorashia. It's not going to come through by man, but it's going to be God himself, invisible God. For God is the spirit that they that worship him must worship him and spirit and truth, John 4 and 24. God is going to visit his people for himself. He wants the people to study his word, the people that stop the gossip and stop the talking. There's many things that's going to take place in the land, even in the government, even concerning the shots done with this pandemic. God will not have you confused. He will speak to you for himself because it will be necessary. Everyone cannot take the shot at the same time. They have to have a willing heart and a willing mind. If you don't have a willing heart and a willing mind, don't take it. But when your heart becomes released in willing heart and a willing mind, then you take it. Then you take it. Yes, it is necessary. It is necessary to have the shot to all the believers out there. It is necessary. But we praise God, we thank God that the people will be at peace and not confused. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And once again, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. This is Co-Pastor Phillips, Sharon Phillips, signing out. Until next time, be with the Lord Jesus Christ. Go with God. Amen and amen.